Help us in the way, Davy. Great Scott! I feel need need for speed. Cowabunga, dude! You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Harry Met Movies podcast with Harry and Dad. Dad. Hi, Harry. How are you? Good. So. Should we, welcome, welcome to all the listeners to When Harry Met Movies podcast. This is a podcast where I show my son Harry. I had to say it, but no. Well, you get always get moaned at me when uh, you do it. <laughs> well, I, te- I share my son films from my childhood and we chat and talk about them together and then review them. Yep. So this week's film is the 1989 film, K9. So, how do we always start the podcast, Harry? I quiz, I give you the amount of sentences to tell the story. So, how many sentences are you going to tell me to recap the plot? I'm going to give you three because half of them. Free, okay. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. Dooley is a, is a detective who is trying to take down a, a drug crime boss. First sentence. <laughs> Second sentence, he gets he gets partnered up. He needs a drug dog, so he gets partnered up with kind of a, a maverick dog called Jerry Lee. Yeah, I love it. Um, with the help of Jerry Lee, he takes down the drug Boss. Essentially, the plot of a film. Like, I'm going to say, this one's probably, this one maybe chuck lots some parts. Okay, that's good to know. Um, and if I cannot pick the main, just if I can't pick the dog as my favourite character, because technically he is a character in the film. Okay, so we also do like a little bit of a quiz. Dad almost forgot. More like a challenge, really. Um, yeah, I almost forgot, it, but I worked one out at the very end. So, this is where both of us get 30 seconds to name as many things to, loosely based on something to do with the film. So. I can find you. Pop quiz, hotshot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? This week's is we have, Harry has thirty seconds to name something to do with dogs, and this could be anything to do with dogs. So you could even say breeds, whatever you want. Okay. Um. Um. Just have a quick drink. Harry's on my vodka. Or ready? Uh-huh. It's juice, actually. <laughs> you can't. You ready? Actually, they can't prove it, but yeah. You ready? Yep. Go. Ball, dog food, talent shows, poodles, small dogs, big dogs, medium dogs, long tails, small tails, bets, expensive bet bills, um, dog toys, a ball, bone, let. Like electric dog toys, that's um, actually a thing. Um, dog clothes. Stop. How many did I say? 16. I think you can eat that. We should find that, I <laughs> <Ready>? <laughs> King Charles Spaniel, Cocker Spaniel, <laughs> Wattweiler, German Shepherd, Dalmatian, Westie, Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> Um, ah, sausage dog, Doberman, 
um, pause, ears, um, colour, lead. It's a blossom, man. Um, it's got to be more. I can't. Uh, <laughs> Collie. Um, ah! It's so hard when you're under pressure. I did 14, so you beat me by two. Ah, I so should have done better than that. Disappointed in that. So many dog breeds, I could have just smashed it on dog breeds. Once, <laughs> once again, I haven't actually won one of these. Harry's the only one that's ever won one. <laughs> yes. Um, She's stronger So I'll done once again, Harry. So, yes, so let's move on to the film. So, do you want me to. Uh, Run down of some facts and stuff about it? Or? Yes. So... What's this one popular? Well, it's an interesting one, this. Because, so... Come on, 1989. Um, main real star in it is um, Jim Belushi. Um, you wouldn't have seen him in anything else that we've seen so far. Um, there might be a film that we do cover what he might be in. Um, anyway, um... Budget was 17 million, took 78 million, so mm -hmm, okay. Um, box office, you always like this bit, didn't you? Yeah. Now, 1989 was was a big year, so it was it was number 28 in the box office, so that's quite low down. Um, which what was the lowest that year? Well, however many films there are, it's impossible to, to know that. But um, when you listen to some of the films, so some of the films that were out that year were. Batman. Which Batman? The first Batman film, the one with a Joker in, that we watched. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Lethal Weapon 2, a film called Rayman you wouldn't have seen, um, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Look Who's Talking, which is a film we'll probably cover, um, Ghostbusters 2, Robin Williams film called Dead Poets Society, a comedy called Parenthood, Back to the Future 2, Harry Met Sally, Uncle oh, Buck, Twins, and also Turner and Hooch. So in the same year, also came out another dog and cop film. That film made me cry. Um, so I think that's where kind of the problem comes from with this popularity. Because when you compare it to Turner and Hooch... Isn't that actually similar? No, but they're both a, a cop that's been given a dog... that has to have a dog partner to help himself a crime. Yeah. Um, I So it doesn't really help, but you you know. So there's a lot of good films out anyway. A lot of films we've covered actually, um, or will cover. Things I've done. If we if we watched Turn and Hooch on this. Yeah. What did I give it? I can't remember. Um, let me find it. I'll be interested to see what you um. I bet I swear if my pass off gave give it a three minute. I'm gonna have to change it. Turn and Hooch, Turn and Hooch, Turn and Hooch. Like while I'm trying to find it, you tell me what you thought of this film. I thought so it was, found it funny, so. I did find it funny. I found it very interesting because, like, this dog has clearly been through something in the past. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... But I think uh, you gave it a four, and I gave it 3.25, so it got 3.68. You right? are weird. So, go on. I just like because this dog clearly, like, he's at the very back of the facility. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah, so for those who haven't seen the film, when Watch he goes it. to get the dog, it's kind of like a, a last-minute thing, isn't it? He's got no real choice in it, which dog he has. And they basically give him what they think is like the runt of the litter of a, the bad dog. Um, 
um, and he's in like this cage on his own, isn't he? This the cop has to put like this suit on, and when he goes into the cage, the dog sat on a chair, but with his back to you, so you can't actually see the dog. And when it turns around, he's quite like a. Like a he looks like he's a German Shepherd. He looks like he's quite scary and stuff, doesn't he? Because he's a baby. So go on. Yeah, I just like how and he's like, he's like this this one can like, like you no, know, the, the person is like put him suit saying, are you coming with me? He's like nope, shuts the cage, and he's like this one will like this and he says kill, and he attacks him, and that's what's very funny because like why would you say that? Out of anything, you would say sit. Because he's just trying to see what he can do, I think. Why would you not say, why would you not say sit, stay? Was there like the typical things that you might want to test before saying Yeah, kill? admittedly, it's not the first one you would say, would it? Because yeah. at first, we don't always, we don't, like, usually feels like this, but we get straight away with the dog. We don't, we start with the main character ish. About how, like, he keeps on missing his dates with his wife. Is it it's like a girlfriend? I think it's a girlfriend. Yeah. And then. He has like how he gets the dog so funny. Basically, they chases people in the house mm-hmm. and the way to the um was it the basically he wants to he wants to go to his warehouse and check for drugs. So he needs a drug dog. Yeah. So he goes to the police and asks the rest of the officers and asks for them for it. But they say they're in the middle of something. He says it's going to be hours. We're going to be here for a while. And like one was like I need to catch a plane in three hours. But we went for the FBI as well. Is it the FBI like the military or something? Basically, they're trying to negotiate into this house, aren't they, to get yeah. these people out. And he goes to, like, a car loan, and I was like, what, if you're going to get Yeah, a car? he goes to, like, a rental place, and, and he rents like, a, yeah. and a like, car, and gets all the insurance and everything, so the guy's, like, really quick to give him the car dead yeah. fast, and then he just drives the car through the front of the yeah. house. It's just like... And it's literally across the street, isn't it? It's like, that's one way to do it. Just so he can get this dog, which I think is quite a funny scene. Yeah. And it's it kind of gives you the idea of what... Have a character he is, but he's kind there's, of. A... There's one thing which I would say is funnier. Okay. This I, I've got to say this dog must have been like even something like it is super strong. They keep basically keeps it in the dog's smell. Yes, it like can, and the, the dog grabs it, crushes his metal can its teeth. So then he takes it for the car wash. <laughs> yeah, he puts the dog through a car wash because he's got a convertible, so there's no yeah. roof on the car. And basically, then they try and clean it, and it's like he says like something like, "Who who's the." Oh, look how clean you are, and who's the one? He bends down, he bites the radio out. Yeah, the dog rips the radio out of the car. He just looks at like. And he's like. <laughs> he's like, who's the boss now? And I was like, like this film's gonna make me laugh a lot. Yeah, apparently the um, they f- they looked at loads of dogs, like literally like thousands of dogs to try and find this one dog, because they just couldn't find one that was. No, but it was right, I could do what they needed it to do and also looked right, sort of thing. Which is surprising, because usually what they do is they get two or three dogs, so they'll have one for, like... Stunts. Yeah, one for... Might be able to do tricks, and then one for, like, the long shots, and one for the close-ups and stuff. Um, and just try and get them so they look similar enough that you wouldn't really notice the difference. Yeah. Um, so it's quite surprising it is only one dog. And, like, he's super aggressive until he gets home with him. And then sees his girlfriend, he just like to like. Yeah, he's really nice to, to the like, guy's like, girlfriend, isn't he? And they sort of like wrestling because like he knows. I don't know what he said exactly, but like they sort of wrestling. He gives him like a, like a cold T bone steak. Yeah, he gives him a frozen steak. Like a T bone, and he eats it in seconds. Um, yeah, he gives him. Because he's trying to spend time with his missus. Yeah. Um, 
So he gives him a frozen steak to keep him quiet, but he eats it within like a couple like, of minutes. He just like goes into her room, sits there, just crawls like you hear the jaws he's done, and he just goes and then he locks in the cupboard, doesn't he? Yep. Well, first of all, he, he sneaks in the bed and goes between them, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he locks him in the cupboard for when he wake up in the morning. He's pooed. Yeah, he's pooed in the cupboard. But cupboard. before, didn't, didn't he lock him outside and he keeps him how long? Yeah, not first, he leaves him outside. Yeah, and it's like... I was like, this dog can put that a radio a car, but a metal can clearly he could probably break the door down. Um. I also like the bit where he's pretending to be blind in the restaurant because he's got the dog with him. The dog turned up yeah. in the restaurant. And um, the guy's like, is, your, is this your dog? He's like, yeah, you can't have any dogs in the restaurant. He's all blind. Never mind, he's been sat there for God knows how long with reading the menu, so he clearly isn't blind. Out of interest, the guy is the waiter there. Yeah. He's the, he's the voice of Homer Simpson. Is it? Yeah. I noticed it when we were watching it. Um, I thought it was quite funny. Um, so, you, I'm not going to ask your favourite character because you must have a dog. Yeah, because technically he's a character. I do quite like the bit where he takes the dog to the, um, to the warehouse to find the drugs. And he's like, so he, gets, he goes in all like dead confident, doesn't he? He gets this forklift driver to lift him up on the forklift so he can and speak he... to everyone. He goes, like, tell me where the drugs are because this dog's going to find them anyway, blah, blah, blah. And none of them answer him. So he lo- gets lowered down and he goes, sick. And he's like, Go find him to find him. The dog just doesn't move. And, think, and the dog won't get out of a car and sleep opens the door for him. And like, he won't go in the back seat either, won't he? No. He's like, he's like... And then eventually he does go and look for drugs and in the end he just finds someone smoking a joint, which is nothing really. Yeah. Or is he thinking he's going to find a box of cocaine or heroin or something? Yeah, it's very funny though. I just like this one in general. There's a scene which I meant, the bar scene. Where he goes in because he, he has to find everything. Yeah, he's trying to find somebody, so he goes into a bar and asks for this guy, and they all realise that he's... And they all him drinks, and he doesn't like it, because he keeps on drinking and spitting out. And then, like, he leaves the dog in the car, doesn't he? Hmm. And, like, he gets, like, he's about to get killed, and you just turn... Like, not kind of, like, you just pan to the dog sitting in the hallway, and, like, they're all like, oh, look at the dog, and he literally almost killed them. <laughs> And like, like they're just they're like the main person who's after. It's on top of thing, and the dog's about to bite you to provide it. And it's like, like it, 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 it and he's like, you're sitting there drinking, and like, like lunchtime, and he's like, no, I'll tell you where it is. Which makes sense. That's the best way to get evidence. Have you got a favourite scene? I'm not sure. It's the I the car washing. Or the um when he when he like because basically the person behind the kids and that's his wife and he goes to the like house and he just jumps on this table and just walking across the whole table at dog and it's like that dog's put that dog's been outside in the mold and that he's just walking across the table like he owns the lace. Um, I, mine's the car wash scene. I think I think that's my favourite yeah. scene because I think it's quite funny. Yeah. Because also doesn't the dog, like basically near the end, he uh, finds a truck which has all the drugs in it. Because they do not go to a car place which to get a car or something, mm-hmm. and the dog keeps him jumping in his car and scratching the back okay. because that's where they're hiding the drugs and men. Yeah. And in the couple of scenes, he had this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the truck is driving away, and like he can't keep up with it. The dog runs up. And then he looks, the dog's there, looks back, he's not there. Like, 
did he lose him? And he just turns and the dogs just jump for the window like. And then so, gone. He like threatens to blow up, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then like he, and then the game plays the sound, and they get found, and the dog gets shot, and I was very angry because you always pick a film where the animals die, almost die in it. Well, yeah. So at the very end, when they're chasing him about bad guy, in the end. Um, Jerry Lee runs at him, doesn't he? And as he runs at him, he gets shot, um, and then the police officer kills him. Um, yeah. What? Um, so apparently, so then he goes. Well, I quite like this bit because he he picks because it's he obviously he's now liking the dog, isn't he? By this by the end, and he takes the dog to a hospital rather than a vet because there's no vets close by, and he basically says, you know, this guy's this this dog's a police officer. You need to See. save him. Um, now apparently after so after so spoiler alert they save the dog. Yes. Um, there's a bit of touch and go moment, but he goes into a room and the dog's lying there and he thinks the dog's dead. Now the dog did that without being planned. Now other dogs just lying there pretending to be dead. Yeah. The dog just lay there. So when he went in and started stroking him, the idea was he was meant to wake up, but he didn't. He did. And now he just kind of opened his eye and shuts him again. Yeah. But the dog just did that and they just happened to film it. So they kept it in. It wasn't planned like that. It's not like they trained the dog to do that. The dog just happened to do it. And it kind of worked quite well with scene. I don't now, probably misjudge what they No, I just think just what the, dog, the dog's sort of personality was like. Um, it's very funny. Do you think... So there is a sequel to this. Um, and the fact, obviously, the dog's not dead. You could see how there would be sequels. Um, never seen a sequel. Don't think I ever have, anyway. You'd call like K900 or something like that. No, is it not at the end of when he, like, he, when the dog's like almost, he thinks dog, like, he'd say, if you and I have taken to Vegas, it's like a poodle you met. Yeah. He a poodle, and then, like, he keeps on besides every time he turns away. And then like, he's like, I'm not taking it. He gets all angry. Look, and in the crash, you see him with the poodle, and they're next to each other, and they're just like, in the cards, driving to Vegas, like. Do you think this film still works? Yeah. As in, like, so obviously one of the things of our podcast is that we're looking back on a film. The film still works, I think. It hasn't got anything outdated so what I don't think. Well, obviously, like the game he's playing is a bit of an old game, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't be playing it. It could just be something he's still got. Um, there's no, I always say this: there's not a lot of bad technology because it's understandable. But once you start getting things like mobile phones, and computers into films, that's what dates it. Because te- modern technology moves so quick. So, yeah, the cars are old and stuff like that. But, but old so cool. it's, in some films we'll probably watch, you'll see them on computers using the internet and stuff like that. And the computers will be massive and huge. Now, we've got a laptop here that we're using. And that laptop is way more powerful than any computer you'll see in any film. It's, but we, it's way but more powerful than our old one is like one um, you would have seen in a film. Well, no, no, no. Even that would be like my mobile phone is capable more of computers that you show and stuff like that. That's yeah. what's mad. So, when you start seeing films in like the late nineties and stuff, and start using computers and stuff more, they they'll feel. I think they're gonna feel a bit more dated than this actually does because yeah. they don't use. There's no because there's no mobile phones and they don't really use computers and it. it doesn't date anything and it's literally essentially about a guy, and a, a police officer, his dog, I don't which is still something. That, even if they modernised it now would still work. I actually don't think it would be that bad though because like in certain films modern films it's because it, like, it doesn't it looks pretty some it means that film was set like at that time. Yeah. So that's what I like. I like look of old computers, I like look of stuff like that. 
I think it's just cool. I don't think it ever really dates well, except from if it's purposely part of the film. Yeah, so it's If it's just in the background something, it's fine. Well, um, so obviously we've, I've touched on the fact of Turn and Hooch came out the same year. If you could watch one, which one would you watch? I don't know. It, do you think there's a... Because I think on paper, this, you would think, oh, it's a police officer and a dog. Same film. Yeah. It's not really, I was it? Because no. this one hasn't got as much to do with... So Hooch destroys the, his flat an awful lot and stuff like that, and he doesn't actually want the dog. And in this, yes, he doesn't want the dog, but he actually knows he needs the dog. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So in this, he goes to get the dog because he needs a drug dog. Whereas in, whereas in Turn and Hooch... The dog was a witness to a crime, and that's why he keeps him. Yeah, that's why I think. Like, honestly, I don't want like even one of these. Like, say if this was on, I would watch it. Same Turner Hooch. I don't. Okay, so Turner Hooch on one channel, and this on another channel. Which one you watch? I don't know. You can you watch one? Mm-hmm. Which one do you watch? I'm not asking. I am. I'm asking you first. <laughs> I like them both equally. Which is interesting. That I see because I'd have put my money on you preferring Turner and Hooch. I like them equally for different things. I like the love one for more turn the hooch what cause more um, like action. First, I think but a bit one, more happens in turn on hooch. Yeah, this one I would like. But I think this one's funnier. Yeah, so I mean, I've so if I've got to go for if I'm in action mood turn hooch, I'm not then that. Which one would you pick? Um, you put me for this torture. You. Can I I'll be honest. I would have said turn on hooch, but I actually found this one. Just, I, I, I agree, I do think it's very hard to pick. I don't think there's a lot between them. Um, Why would you ask me then? Just out of interest, that's intrigued me. I like your point of view and stuff. I'm stealing your pen off. Um, You're getting this back. So I, what I'm saying is I'm quite surprised to turn on the hooch with what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Is it a top 13 film? Or is this, so this is like twice as low down over... Do you know what I mean in the charts? Um, I do think that will have been down to Tom Hanks. Why? Who's Tom Hanks? He's the actor in it. He's the one that's also in Big. Wait, what? What? Who does he play? He plays in Turner and Hooch. Oh. He plays T- Turner, who so he plays the cop because he would have been really popular at the time because Big would have come out the year before. I think it is in '88. I think Big came out, so he was a re- and he had quite a few comedies and like so he would have been more popular he'd have been a bigger draw i would say but turner hooch is probably a bit more child friendly because this is because the guy who's in this is a bit more adult humored yeah um so i would i think it would depend on the audience if i was sat watching it with you it'd be fine if i was watching it with oliver i'd probably watch turner hooch what are you going to watch yeah I ask you first. It's your I podcast. You, no, no, you rate first. That's just for deals. I never signed a contract. Well, don't need to. I'm in charge of the podcast. But podcast script and the editing. So. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it the same as Turn the Hooch four. Do you know what? I'm going to match that, and I'm going to go my three point two five, um, because I agree that it's about the same sort of. And like I said, that surprised me because I've all in my head, Turner Hooch was a better film. Yeah, I think they're equal. Before I watched it, do you know what I mean? Like, 
before I rewatched it. I definitely, I know when I'd seen Turner Hooch more recently, so therefore I just assumed Turner Hooch was a better one. Um, maybe, like I've just touched on this, the fact that um, I was a kid watching, watching them, so I don't think I've seen this since around when it came out. So it puts it with the Karate Kid remake, Mighty Ducks 3, Turner Hooch. It actually puts it above Ghostbusters, which is really a surprise. Turner Hooch did too, so. Puts it just below Flash Gordon, Transformers, Stand By Me and Speed. Yeah. That's about right. What did it give it overall? 3.68. That's not bad. So we've literally got K9, Karate Kid remake, Mighty Ducks 3 and Turner Hooch with a 1, 3.68. Really stop making films like the same. No, you're always going to get a certain ones are just going to hit a similar sort of mark. Um, so onto our other section of the podcast where we chat about things we've watched. Now, what we have watched and finished now is Willow, the TV series. Yes, we have. So, what did you think of this? I thought it was good. Fine, can I have your pen back? You polish it's over. Just good, is that where you're leaving it? <laughs> I don't I don't not say anything about it but not No, we can't do it without spoilers, so I just don't know how to describe outgoing. It follows on from the film, doesn't it? Yeah. In its own way, it's set a number of years later. Um great I think the, 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 I think the cast are better. I think there's a bigger range of cast casting. And you like how they replace Ice. Yeah, Val Kilmer's character, um Mad Martigan, has been replaced by another warrior that's different. But he's just kind of yeah. like roguish and not... Because, of course, Adric's placement's not well. Yeah. Um, Willow's good in it. They've brought in um, Matt Markin's daughter and there's yeah. a couple of other characters, various characters in it. They all have like a little depth to the actual... Yeah. So it's more of like a, a group of people yeah. rather than just a... I wouldn't say Willow's, as, Willow's still the, the main character yeah. to a degree, but more of like... A teacher. Yeah, the babies, yeah. the, I can't remember what her name was. Um, I can't remember what her character's called now. Um, but yeah. She's more... She's grown up now, isn't she? Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's good. I think it's I think it's a nice sort of fantasy sort of yeah. thing. It, it sounds terrible, but <laughs> I'm going to do this. And it's, no, I'll do it I'll tell you about in a second, because you'll go off on a tangent in a second and mention it. What? Um, but I do think it's, I think the world that they've created is really good. Um, they've left it open for a sequel. Yeah. That's been kind of quite publicly known now, um, which is good again, because I think it's, it was a really good story. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is, so this is, this is made by Disney. Yeah. So this is made by Disney, and it is based on a film that was popular, it's more of a cult film. Yeah. Um, but hasn't got a huge fan base. Um, you know, it's not like I would say it's not say as popular as say Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, so what quite, but it's still there's still you can still see there's a lot of money put into it. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're actually doing another series as well shows that they're willing to commit to stuff because it's a thing at the moment that it's great for streaming. Yeah. Do all these series and stuff, but they also they also cancel very easily if they're not popular. So. If like the BBC make or Sky make a series, they're relying on it being popular. Um, so they, 
they they only commission things they can and they're going to do well. Yeah. Whereas Disney Plus and Netflix and Amazon Prime commission a lot more stuff because they can afford it because it's because they've got what regular income anyway yeah. coming from a subscription. Um, but what but it means they invest a lot more money quickly. So like the Lord of the Rings TV show. Um, that wasn't that, Yeah, but it, it wasn't great, but it was a lot of money in it. You could see that. Um, I can't watch it at all. I can't. But what this bodes well for me is, and which is why I've slowed down what I'm going to tell you, is that Disney are doing Percy Jackson, aren't they? Yes. So what I'm saying is this shows that they're, they're going to put money into it. Yeah. And I think the one thing about Percy Jackson is because of all the monsters and all the it's Greek mythology stuff, you're going to need, it's going to need to be time invested in it. And this is a story that they could have probably told as a film, realistically, and condensed it down, but they chose to do it as a series. And the fact that they've already commissioned a second series shows they're going to they're committed to something. Yeah. And I don't think Willow's got the same fan base as Percy Jackson. Oh, no so therefore, Percy Jackson is probably going to do better. Yeah, that's what... Because like, Willow's, a, what I mean is, you wouldn't watch Willow if it wasn't for me. Yeah. Because I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of people your age that probably never watched that series. Yeah. It's not like Star Wars or a Marvel thing where it's yeah. already got a fan base, a massive fan base. Percy Jackson hasn't got that level of a fan base, but it's got a bigger fan base than, yeah. than Willow. So it'll still, I think it'll do. At least it means you're gonna get a couple of series of Percy's action, you'd imagine. He's going, yeah, because basically all the hopes. Because he's writing a series, basically, ever since the films, I'm pretty sure. But basically, he he hopes that he can do each series for each of the books. I was going to say, yeah, I'd and imagine three like, series of books. This I think the original set is five books, isn't it? Yes. But I think I think the first season will probably go down a lot. I think people will be very excited for it. There's going to fan cast areas. That means that there's going to be a scene which I'm really happy about. Well, Aries, I know who's playing him. I know, he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's, um, he's probably my favourite wrestler. He's gonna, that's gonna be seen basically where Purse. This spoils the books if you haven't read them, read them. Basically, Percy fights Aries, which is a god, and he wins. I can't wait to see that scene. And so, <laughs> Aries, for the listeners, is gonna be played by the guy who's the wrestler called Edge. And he's a very rock sort of image. Like, and his music is very. His music is my favourite intro music and everything, because he was always like when his music hit, it was like a big thing, um, and I think he's got that sort of, for want of a better term, edge to his, to his persona, that will play really well for Aries. Yeah. Um, and I've looked at the cast, and the cast is full of a lot of, there's some people you know from what I know, you might not, but when the cast is seen quite a mixed thing, yeah. um, which is quite nice because. The film is very white. Yeah. Whereas this is like a mix of all different races, which is more realistic. Yeah. Um, and it's a nice mix of characters. Yeah. Like character actors in there and stuff. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. But like I said, Willow to me is well worth watching. And if you even. Yeah, it's a great. I think it's a great thing to introduce kids to watch a film and then watch a series. Um, but like I said, it, re- it reassures me that yes, they've got people not come Disney for all this money on. They put into Star Wars and Marvel yeah. series and say, oh, they're just for watering down the product. Whereas actually, this shows the opposite. I think this enhances the film, Willow. Yeah. And I think they can do they can do that with something else. Because what what I'm looking at is like like with Willow and Percy Jackson, the community they're based on the film and the books. 
Look, now they're making a series that shows you new, more new people the story in the, in the film, which then shows, which then means the community might get bigger if the people like the series, which is very small when you think about it. It's definitely so. That's everything from us, folks. Yes. So thanks very much for listening. Bye bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, um, and soon to be YouTube. Who knows? Um, it depends if Dad can sort it out. I've I've got a lot of advice. For everyone who's sent me some advice, help. Thanks very much. Um, and if wherever you listen to our podcast, leave us comments and rate it. Um, it's always nice to get good ratings and stuff. Yes. Um, thanks very much. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye.